even though we wear different hats in our lives, like we go to work or we or we're a parent, we're a partner, we're a son, a daughter, we are still this one being. We're still this one person. And to open one's heart is very personal. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy, and that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome, Leanne, room storage to our episode, just the two of us. You were in so many roundtable rounds and it was so good. And my assistant always said, you need a solo episode with Leanne. And here we are, I'm talking about your joy and what brings you joy. And tell us again what you do, who you are, and then we start from there. Nice. Thank you. It's exciting to be here one-on-one with you. Thank you, Ronia. Um, And thank you to Fiona as well. Uh, my name is Leanne Rose Dorish, and I am a trauma counselor who is also a NICU mom. So I had my son nine weeks early, which catapulted me into tying these two worlds together. And I have an online resource for families as well as working with organizations and doing workshops for hospitals and stuff like that around the world to you know, bring self-care to the staff so that they don't get vicarious trauma and burnout and um, they can be their best selves for the work that they do with our little, little angels that come either too soon or need medical care. And what brings you joy in, in your everyday life and how do you create it? That's always the interesting Mm. part. Like, First, I think it's so cool to hear what other people appreciate. So like, oh, I could do that. And then how do you create it? Like make it yourself. Yes. I've been thinking about this question and it's a really good one. And it really went deep for me because I don't take joy lightly, um, especially in current times where you can get overloaded with the very opposite of joy. And for me, it comes down to catching yourself in perspective, like to be thoughtful about joy and know yourself enough that you can turn a situation into something else when you don't want it to be sort of a heavy situation. my husband and I, about two and a half years ago, we were living in the city and we had, our son was three and we looked at each other one day after he came home after a long commute and he's like, let's get out of here. And I kind of looked at him. I'm not a city girl. I love being in the country and we live in Canada on the West Coast. And 
and I was like all for it, super excited. But then I got worried because we both had careers and what kind of jobs would we go to and that kind of thing. And as we took one step at a time, it got more and more joyful, but the challenges actually got harder and harder. The more we tried to disconnect ourselves from what was weighing on us. And I tell you, it took a lot for both of us to get out of the sort of heaviness of, of the city and all that kind of financial um, responsibility and stuff like that. And um, we bought a little truck and a small caravan camping trailer and um, we just took off after the house was sold. And that brought us so much joy taking that big step. And I don't, I'm not going to preach that joy needs to be big steps, but um, when I think when you can walk the life that you have a gut instinct about, then joy can come easier. And even though there are challenges along the way, when there are challenges, you can find the joy as well. Does that make sense? Absolutely yeah that's what what some people say yeah you have your color uh, rose colored glasses and are in you're living in unicorn glitter land and i said no that yeah it's kind of like the same you can live in the real world with both feet on the on the ground and deal with whatever comes your way but having maybe your head in in the airy fairy land and this combination makes it lighter from from the beginning or you you don't trip and fall into a big hole it's like it's yeah it's kind of a mix between what can i do now or or being angry or or like sad for for a short time and then stand up and say like what what do i need to get back to Unicorn land. <laughs> exactly. And if I may, that kind of like, when I hear sort of airy fairy unicorn land, I like, I love that too, which is why I love you so much because I have a unicorn on my wall right behind the, okay. the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's who I've been since I was a little girl, right? And I didn't realize that through most of my adulthood up till this point and reconnecting with that younger self, reconnecting with the self that you feel most um, free with, I think helps with um, not having your head in the clouds because it actually grounds you when we get into the emotion, when we're angry and when we're overwhelmed with frustration or annoyance or fear, that takes us out of our true self. You know, yes, anger is, a, is one of our core emotions and that's something we're born with, but not the overwhelming sense of it. You know, so when we're in that, when our cortisol levels are so high, when we're like really, really upset about something, we're totally disconnected, not totally, but we have a huge dis disconnection from um, 
those beautiful moments of being with the fairies and being with the unicorns or whatever that might be for you. Um, and then we can't find joy as easily. So being able to create joy is connecting with the fairies or the unicorns or you know, cars, doing maintenance on the house, whatever it is that, you know, like I always call it like getting your hands dirty, getting in the garden, um, reading books that you'd love to read. It's, it's finding you, really. <laughs> how, how did you find you? Because I think a lot of people, and maybe if you're listening and saying like, yeah, I, I didn't find me yet, or who am I anyway? How, what would you say? Like, do yeah. this or that, do that. It's, yeah. it's not the same for everyone. And of course, it's not the same what you want to find, but like the feeling of being aligned and like, yeah, that's good. That's good. It can be so many different things, but what would you recommend or What's your advice to find yourself? Yes, good question. Um, I have lately been talking a lot about this because of current COVID situations and, and being north of the United States, it's even more a bit pressured here um, to, to take care of yourself and to be mindful. And I think that's what it comes down to is when you can, when you can find little moments of being able to connect with how to take care of yourself, then you can start learning who you are more so. Like you might already know, or you might not have a clue and you might not know where to start, right? Like you're saying, but these mini moments, and now self-care is kind of like this big term where we're like, oh, we should go to the spa or we need to be going and running and exercising and doing that stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. And that's fine if that's what works for you and that's what you can have in your schedule. But being a mom, being a NICU mom, also being like a busy mom entrepreneur, I don't have those big chunks of time. And so I started realizing what I'd been doing and I actually wrote a book, it's published um, now, which is exciting. And it's all about self-care in many chunks right? So like five seconds, a few times a day, connecting with either the same thing, if you need to practice one thing at a time. And it's as simple as like putting your shoulders down if you're really tense, and you notice that you're like, you hold stuff in your shoulders, or you hold it in the back of your neck there. So that kind of um, uh, starting point where it's small steps, and I, I've actually been saying the baby steps last the longest, right? Because when we, when we buy a gym pass, um, maybe back in the day or maybe in some parts of the world, you still can these days. Um, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym like three times a day for a year. This is going to be awesome. Well, you start going three times a week. Um, And then, you know, you go twice a week and then you go maybe once a week and then you're like, okay, well, I'm not really feeling like going anymore. And you've only had the gym pass for like a month. And then it like, then you get guilt about it. It's, I, we want to break those, those habits and 
um, even those processes of thinking, because the way you talk to yourself is the way you should take care of yourself too. If you, if you're saying things to yourself in your head, Oh, I should have done that. Or I'm so silly about doing that. Or some people even call themselves stupid and stuff like that. And I don't like that word. Um, but if you say it to a friend, you would feel awful or you'd never ever say it to a friend. So why do you say it to yourself? I just recorded. That's my last blog post now oh, really? in August. I really talked about this. That's, um, that's so cool and so true and so needed, you know? Yeah. I, I heard awful things. We did an exercise in a retreat and it was like mind blowing what these people were sharing how they talk to to themselves all day long like yeah. no don't say that yeah so you know going back to your question it's it's these um what seem like small steps that aren't even gonna help you know to get to know yourself um I feel like our world has gotten to the point of, well, you should, you should know yourself and you should like do all of these things because you know a little bit about yourself or something like that. And it, it almost catapults us into um, getting confused, right? Because there, I think we want maybe the societies we live in want results right away. Whereas when we, get to know ourselves and when we are exploring like new things or a new job or moving or having a like starting a family um it takes time and allowing yourself that time even if things happen in the meantime you know you get pregnant oh, okay well i guess this is happening you know or um you lose your job for one reason or another and oh, okay well i guess i'm catapulted into this decision it it's all part of the path and you have the choice you have the choice and perspective of taking it on the negative side of things or looking at it in now it's not always easy to do like the full positive part of it but getting to a neutral part a neutral state of mind saying, okay, what are my options here? I don't have to be super excited that I just lost my job, but I also don't have to be depressed because maybe there's something better that I'm actually hoping for that I don't know that I'm hoping for <laughs> that's out there. So. And these baby steps to get to know you, how would you say, let's do like, for me, it's always, what, what do you want to do? Like, do you like gardening? So go and, and build a garden. I don't have a garden. Yeah, so some plants on your balcony. I don't have a balcony. You know, like, <laughs> there are even mini gardens for on your kitchen table with sunlight um, yeah. uh, lights. So, so you could grow herbs and even tomatoes on your kitchen table. So like, what do you want? What is in your heart? What is like, what do you, what do you want? I love this question so much. And, and what I hate about our society and I think America, USA and Canada and, and Europe is, is nearly the same. Like we, 
go to school and everybody tells us what what we have to do for years and after that we don't know what we want ourselves that's so stupid yeah so um it's a hard question what do you want i don't know like i have mm -hmm. to work i have to have to have to do all these things but right. what i love about what you say in baby time frames and baby steps you can yeah. do things you like and find out what you like yeah and and one other thing that i say to a lot of the clients and the people that i talk to is follow the feeling when well, you right because if you're in a job that you don't really like and you're trying to figure out who you are and maybe where you want to go next connect with the things that change the feeling within you yeah so if you're at home and you're thinking about going to work and yet you turn on a tv show about cooking or something and that really like excites you and you're like oh my gosh this would be so cool and follow that feeling connect with with your body even just asking yourself what am i feeling right now right and sometimes we get an answer right away sometimes we don't because again we're sort of disconnected from our own emotions a lot of the time um but give yourself some practice do it a few times and you know you might be reading a book you might see a billboard when you're on the train you might you know whatever it might be and you're like oh that kind of is interesting to me that's usually the first and it's not an emotion but that's sometimes the glimmer of interest that gets people wondering about oh well maybe i feel differently about this or maybe that would actually be exciting for me um and so following that feeling of um joy or or excitement can bring more to you without you even trying you know like i don't know if this has ever happened to you but i'll i'll say something like oh i really wish i could find you know um new zealand honey here like manuka honey um at a decent price or something like that so that i can afford it and then my husband will be at the grocery store and he's like um i don't know who you talked to your angels figured it out or something because there's like manuka honey that was on sale at the grocery store and i'm like yes <laughs> but to be aware too of these things have your mind open have your heart open um and again just yeah many movements <laughs> have your heart open i love that but but for some people this is like yeah whatever oh, have your heart yeah. open that will be a surgery you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i always like to show like where is the first door you could open you can you don't have to and you don't have to tell anybody you know it can exactly. be a secret that you do that at home for yourself this inner work and open your heart and figure things out and you can be the tough guy at work still or like the cool whatever you know like mm -hmm. people are so afraid to open your heart low um mm -hmm. yeah. but but i think the the reward is more fun more more joy more just more flow and like more yeah more life yeah if you yeah. if you are open to opening your heart but how mm. how do i do that mm. open my heart 
Is it the yeah. same that we were talking about or would you have a, like a, a twist on it? Right. It's, it's all part of the process, I think, because we, even though we wear different hats in our lives, like we go to work or we or we're a parent, we're a partner, we're a son, a daughter, we are still this one being, we're still this one person. And to open one's heart is very personal. Just like the way we take care of ourselves is personal. The way we feel is personal. Our trauma is personal. You know, our joy is, is an individual personal thing. So if, if someone is struggling even with that concept, start even, even back more so where you can, um, if you're a researcher, do some research. What, what does, you know, feeling feel like? What, what are the emotions? Um, going back to basics of something that made you, like I said in earlier, what made you happy in your childhood? You know, my mom gave me these boxes of stuff that were from my childhood and almost all of them have a rainbow on them. Like I used to color rainbows or put rainbow stickers. And then if there was a unicorn, I'd like put a rainbow behind it. And like finding finding those and it's not a secret anymore but i used to keep it very close to my heart that i liked unicorns and rainbows because you know i was worried about what people would think you know i'm you know oh you're you're in your 30s and you like unicorns and rainbows and now i'm in my 40s and i'm like heck yeah I like rainbows and unicorns um it's a building up so starting small starting however you need to, because you're the expert on you. When you have to look outside yourself for figuring out what you, if you, like, if you have to ask somebody else what they think you like, then that is an okay place to start if that's where you're at. Because it can, it can um, almost plant the seed of you thinking differently just hearing a different perspective. Now, I don't, I don't tell everyone, oh yeah, go and ask your partner what you should be thinking. That's not what I'm saying. Just sometimes when we're so stuck with society on top of us or whatever it might be, we need someone else to kind of, um, I don't want to say pull on us, but like poke, poke a little bit and give us a little bit of a window that we can start opening ourselves and then maybe it'll become a door and then it's a beautiful barn door. And then it's like this beautiful light coming through with time. Yeah. That, that reminds me of my first coach. I, I hired a coach here in Zurich. I was going to her place and, and she, she helped help. I didn't have a big problem, but it was like so nice to work on myself with help. So I'm a big fan of coaching without having a big issue or a big something to solve. Just yeah. like, I want to, I want to go further than maybe I can see yet for me. And that's what I love in my coachings. Like I see you, I see your whole glory already now if you don't i i hold the space for you 
yeah. until you see it yourself. But mm -hmm. I don't, it's not because of me, it's because of you. That's, that's exactly. what I love so much about coaching. <laughs> so yeah. like the poking, if you have good friends, that's super cool to start there. And if not, maybe it's just um, like the luxurious thing of hiring a coach could be a very, mm -hmm. a very helpful thing. Mm -hmm. And you can also like, you can also get that um, initial start through means of your own. Like I was just thinking, if there's something you've been avoiding because you think it's going to be too much or you think you're going to get judged, like reading a particular type of book or, um, you know, reading a, a, a blog about something or something like that, like you haven't just put it into your practice like you haven't started doing it but you're interested in it but you're pushing it away because of something that's happening within you um that's also a good way to like open the window for yourself yeah and and, and mm -hmm. journaling and listening to podcasts and mm -hmm. and um audiobooks if you don't mm -hmm. like to read yeah or or youtube there are so many inspirational things out there and then I like to just go like, like with, uh, with the YouTube, what is yeah. that? The, the, the feed is automatically oh, like, yeah. I just put it, like inspiration in and then, Oh, what's that? Okay. Give it to me. So yeah. nowadays it's really not, you don't have to go to the esoteric bookstore and, yeah. and, and <laughs> like, exactly. oh, I hope nobody sees me. You can, you can do that at home. Yes. or on your phone mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be esoteric but like what what do i want and um mm -hmm. and what i really 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 recommend to everybody who wants to find themselves is just journaling just writing and it was interesting in my mastermind one woman said oh i don't like writing and then i said I, when i was um telling her like we will write a lot that you like no no i don't like yeah. writing but it's not like dear diary today. I was a good girl. It was, it's more like what they want. Ooh, that's exciting and, and collect things. And then mm -hmm. it has to be fun. I think this whole journey, it's not a chore and it's not a job. It's, it's a lifelong learning journey. Yes. Step by yes. step. Exactly. Exactly. And whatever comes naturally, you know, like if you don't like, writing then maybe type it out right it's still that's sort of a new type of journaling or and i really like the pen to paper kind of thing as yeah. well mm -hmm. um but i don't i don't always have time or i i don't always give myself time um to do that so sometimes i just have to type out what i'm feeling because i'm already on the computer and sometimes i'm driving and so i'll um you know, I have the, the um, uh, voice app or something on my phone and I'll just tap into that and I'll just speak what I'm feeling or something like that. And, and so there, are, like you said, there's so many different ways to do things these days that um, it, it's very private and you can morph it into what you want. And then again, that brings joy. It, it opens something within you or it releases something or, you know, journaling actually gets it outside of your body so that you're not holding all of the energy of it. And um, then you can actually process it differently. You can see it differently. It feels different because it's not at arm's length, but it's, um, it's, it's, uh, 
connected but disconnected <laughs> in a way, right? And it's, it's just really finding your joy and finding who you are is, is a journey. And I don't think we ever stop doing it. Like once you start, it's almost like you get this little addiction and you're like, wow, I wonder, I wonder what that would be like. Or I wonder if I could do that. Or how cool would it be to do this? And, you know, um, it just keeps going with, with time. <laughs> but I... Um... What came to my mind when when I was listening now, like you you write it down, then it's out, and then what I like to do is burn it, like in a big <laughs> yeah. bonfire style of cool fire, or just in a tomato can in my garden, mm. and I'm just mm -hmm. smiling because it's, smoke is coming out, and I hope the neighbors are all right. <laughs> like, is she barbecuing? That's not that's not a nice barbecue. <laughs> it's just fun, you know. It doesn't have to be um, anyway perfect or whatever like a ceremony and mm -hmm. um wear different clothes or any woo woo thing mm -hmm. just yeah. write it down burn it and enjoy that these words are gone afterwards i love mm -hmm. that and mm -hmm. nobody will read it that's a safe thing too like yeah you can write down a lot more maybe if you are scared that somebody could find this, these notes and um, okay. if it's something you want to let go anyway. So I recommend that always in my Joy Academy and, and for my masterminders, like do it in at full moon. Nice. If you want to do that, you can do that any yeah. day, any time of the day, any day in the month, but with the full moon, this full moon gets smaller afterwards mm -hmm. and um, like full moon ceremony kind of. Totally spooky spooky fun <laughs> and then you see the moon getting smaller and imagine how your your stuff you want to you want to get rid of gets smaller too i like that i like things like that and it's easy it's free i i don't have to tell anybody even maybe my neighbors think it's weird that i make a fire a spooky paper fire every month or something like this but that brings me joy to do it. And I feel a little childish and a little, yeah. little, uh, I don't know, like, it's, it's like exciting. a game. Yeah. And absolutely. you know, in the mastermind, there are men and women. And then I tell them you can do it if you want. And then mm -hmm. I'm so happy when everybody shows their fire, the big fire or the, the, the can or, or like a flower pot is working too. And they're like, wow, so cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it is. It's an it's a big release. And here um, on the west coast of Canada, that's actually a way of um, honoring those have those who have passed. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's traditional to burn and to do a burning. Yes, um, that's not something new or whatever. Yeah. I like I didn't invent that. That's just just <laughs> yeah, a, an old old thing to do. Mm -hmm. It it connects us to those like um roots that we don't even remember sometimes that we have you know whether it's ancestral roots or just who you are now and and it's really it's powerful yeah all these fire um rituals we uh, yeah we have the bonfires at the first of august when it's the um, national national day of mm. switzerland 
Nice. There is fire always. And I don't know if in earlier times they burned other things like, or is it just a symbol of a big fire for celebrating? That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Fire is so, yeah, such a cool element. Of course, if it's like in a, in a nice size and not overwhelming. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah. All the elements are, you know, water, fire. Yeah wind and and the earth yeah absolutely um the one other piece that i had written down about finding joy is reducing that which is opposite for you you know for me i have to i have to be very particular on when i read the news like we don't have we don't have television and there are obviously screens with the computers in the house but I don't purposely watch or listen to the news these days. I haven't for years, but particularly now because I don't want to hold on to and carry those other people's energy and the, the feelings that they're giving out. I want to be able to read what's happening. Um, and I even only do that in very small snippets when I'm ready, because if I'm bombarded with, something that I'm not, obviously I can't predict the news, but if I'm not ready and prepared for news type energy is what I call it, um, then I can be, I can be weighed down and I can be actually blindsided by some things because it's very, very emotional. And the way that I keep my joy, but still keep myself, you know, aware of what's happening is I pick my moments and I make them very short. So if I only read one news story at a time, that's fine because that's what keeps me going. I know what's happening and I can still be myself in all of it. Um, some people have said that it's really ignorant that I don't watch the news every day and that's fine if that's what they think. I don't feel that way and that's what keeps my joy flowing. That's what keeps my heart open is because I can still send hope and love and, and peace to whatever's happening in the world. And I can know what's happening. I don't always like it. Um, but I can do my part by keeping myself going so that we can affect the little worlds around us, which in turn creates that bigger ripple effect. Right. I'm and then maybe the, news will change. maybe the news will change if we all did that. Who knows? Yeah. Like what, what, what would happen if we just, stop watching news we have a free newspaper on every bus stop in the whole city mm. and it's like just devastating news from front to the end maybe some travel tips and um right. some sports but i was addicted and everybody reads it and by when i was um, still teaching at this um professional school for food technologists I was going there by by tram and then by train and it was the perfect time to really read this whole free newspaper from mm. from front to to the end and then your mood was for sure like deep down somewhere like it's yeah. just who killed who what what are all the bad news in the whole world yeah. like who wants to know that and I know the the ignorant um thing a lot of people think I'm totally ignorant, but I can't, I can't stand it anymore. It's, it's just not, I, I, 
I will, I think I will get sick. I'm just too fragile in a way. And, and since I have my child, it's even worse. I can't watch a thriller or a, a movie. Even James Bond is too much for me. I'm, yeah. And I just have to accept that. It's not, I dream of it for months, not, mm. not one night, month. And oh other people, they don't remember the movie an hour later. And <laughs> I, I grew up without television. So if I watch a movie, I can tell you in 10 years, I can tell you everything about this movie. Yeah. Because yeah. I take it all in. It's so real totally. to me. Yeah. So I yeah. can't, I can't. Oh my gosh. I and know. it makes it... I so easy you know and then it's like no 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 no. didn't you hear the news like you can't go there like oh okay i didn't i didn't sorry i didn't know yeah. <laughs> well yeah. but yeah i really mm-hmm. think as you say i can do more good and work if mm-hmm. i stay in my in my joy bubble yeah. and i don't want to be ignorant to causes which are very important to me like black lives matter is very important to me what can i do but not not taking in all the news like it's a it's a fine line i think Mm -hmm. yeah i'm a change black Lives matters a lot of causes are so important to me Mm -hmm. but the daily news are not even telling you like the important facts about these causes you have to go and look for them and the news is is just bad 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 yeah yeah, pick and choose. Like a lot of my friends in the United States um, would be calling me and, and we would have Zoom calls and stuff like that. And they would ask me what I'm hearing on my side of things because they actually trusted my news sources more than they trusted theirs. And um, now that's maybe a personal choice or whatever it is, but it was interesting how different places on the same topic would present it differently. So again, being choiceful, being um, aware, being, you know, doing what you need to do, because you and I, Ronya, we are more of the keepers of the light and like we hold joy and we open space for people to get into their, their space like that. And we need all those other people in the world right now to to fight the fights like on the streets or to be in, you know, office fighting for different things so that we as a world um, can get to closer to where we think we want to be, you know, as a whole. And um, I think the biggest thing is that benevolent action, doing no harm, right? So that, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, whether you're on the sea fighting for the whales, whether you're on land fighting for people's lives, if you're, if it's doing no harm to others and just trying to um, create space so that we can, you know, work together instead of constantly butt heads, um, we need each other for different reasons right and some of those people who like to take action might not be able to sit the way you and i do with other people in open space but they're opening space in different ways it's just that doing no harm piece that that some people need to grasp onto so yeah that's like if if we would do everything ourselves we 
would have to grow our own food you know of mm -hmm. course i'm so grateful that our society is, is uh, divided in different jobs and um yeah and somebody's taking the garbage mm -hmm. away from from our containers on the street i'm super grateful for all these jobs and yeah. again with yeah we can't do everything ourselves otherwise you should have your your uh, house in the woods and yeah. hunt or grow your own food and and then you're really like you don't need anybody yeah did you did you see the video of this couple i think it's in canada they have a floating world everything built by themselves they grow their own vegetables he's fishing it's okay. it's a float and it's beautiful she has a dance mm -hmm. floor and they have oh. a guest house have you heard about them? No, I haven't. Oh, I, have to, I have to post a link. It's just amazing. And they are living like that for over 20 years now. And they started like with one house and then mm -hmm. and then it's they are tied to, to um, trees and, and rocks. And it's just a, a floating wow. island. And um, about a half an hour outside of any city by boat. Wow. And like, Beautiful. I was like, I, I think I... No, no, I think I don't want to live like that, but I'm in awe if you create your world even like that, like even even more like what do I want? How do I want to live like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And even that it looks so romantic and beautiful, but they have to chop the wood and, and maintain the all the technical stuff and grow the garden. It's not mm -hmm. easy peasy like Ooh, no. we we're not doing anything but they chose to do it that way so so cool yeah exactly <clears throat> yeah i know my husband and i actually bought some land outside of um like off the grid so we have our own septic tank we have our well water and we have our own garden um the one thing that we have been that we kept sort of in our zone because we didn't go as far as these people but we have electricity so that's one thing that we don't need to generate that we just thought was um, something that it is a luxury, you know, it's very much a luxury. And because we both work online, we needed that in our lives. So, so that's now where you live that. now. Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. So cool. Yes. Yeah. So we have, you know, just last night we were in the yard and then the neighbor who's, She's got 10 acres on the other side of us and um, she rode her horse over and she just warned us that there was a little bear out the back. And so we had to close up the barn and, and get everything in and then come closer to the house because the little bear was in his, in his space, you know? And so when you, when you can take the baby steps and it's taken a long time for us to get here right and and to have the garden and to do these things and going back to your original question like how do you create joy it's it's minding the space that you're in and not to be cliched but staying in the now as much as you can so that you can generate things right now like the feelings or or the excitement or you know the connection with someone and and then going with the feeling and and things will just open up for you right like the like these people you're talking about on on their own little island they they built from one little island house or whatever it was a boathouse and then 
it grows over time and they've been there for 20 years. They're experts at it now. So you can't expect yourself to jump in to, and sometimes people are actually lucky enough that they can just flip a switch and they're jumping into their joy. But then again, they have to go through the process of, of a year's worth maybe of going through different holidays and unpacking stuff that, you know, they might not have found joy with and then um, figuring out how they're going to approach it differently. And, and we wouldn't have this amazing acreage with bears and moose and all sorts of other animals um, with our, our son and the huge garden. Like we're growing our own pumpkins and we have corn and like all of this amazing stuff that two years ago, I would have told you you were crazy. That was never going to be my life. Like that's a dream for me. I would never make that. How could I possibly have that, you know? And then all of a sudden, just one thing happened after another. And we were aware and we were, um, we let ourselves take those steps because you have to be brave going into joy. You know, it, there, there's, um, for me anyways, there's definitely, when you feel joy, you're going to feel the opposite and you have to figure out how to get back to your joy because you can't have one without the other, right? Light brings dark, dark brings light, all that kind of um, stuff and all the beautiful stuff in the middle. <laughs> what I think is very cool to be aware of, like you could sit here and think of something so sad mm -hmm. until you are totally sad and maybe even crying. I can do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like super emotional. And you can go only by thinking I'm sitting here in the same spot and then think about something which makes me angry or like yeah. upset, like, like Black Lives Matter, what, what's happening is like, I can't believe it. I'm even a, you know, the European country girl. Mm. I don't get it at all. Like, and, and Zurich is so diverse and, and it's just like, no, no, no. And we have the same issues here. It's not like everything is well here, but like, yeah. So I can get so angry. I could cry again or like scream. And then you can go to something which brings you joy and you feel all the emotions in you. You didn't change your situation. So with news and all the, the influence, just be aware that this is influencing you and your thoughts matter so much. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you put your head in the sand and don't want to know anything about the world it's like being very very careful mm -hmm. with with um how do you spend your time with what and what are you thinking yeah exactly you know i the the black lives matter movement um was extremely emotional i had to take very small snippets and i can even get emotional now thinking about those those things and what people are still going through and a lot of my friends are of black descent whether it's from trinidad or africa or jamaica and um you know supporting them and being there for them to vent and to process things that's part of my journey as being a, a listener right and and a healer and um I was like, I kept, you know, doing meditations and asking like, how else can I help? How else? Like, what more can I do? Um, and then another preemie, like premature baby foundation contacted me through email and they said, um, 
we are putting together an alliance for Black NICU families, and we're wondering if you want to be part of it. And what we do is we change policy, you know, in um, uh, hospitals and government systems. They're based in the States, so they are focused mostly on the United States right now, but they have, you know, they have me in Canada and then they have some people in the UK. And, you know, the more we do, the more we're aware and, and that just kind of being, being open, like for me, it, it, in my mind, it kind of just manifested and it came to me and I was very lucky. Um, I could have probably sought them out because we're connected. Um, they're, called preemie world if anyone wants to look up look them up um, but sometimes when you want to do good but you don't know how just keep your thoughts in that kind of positive way like what can I do how can I help people I'm I'm really emotionally connected to this I don't know I don't know if I could be on the streets but how else could I help and something if your if your eyes are open, it'll come, you know, and and or it'll like have that trickle effect where you do something, the next person does something, and then, you know, it's um, we're we're really all in it together. Yeah, just being kind to any person you meet is the first yeah. step, and like, yeah. not, yeah, it's like if you are wired like me, I'm like, how can you be not kind to anybody and then like because of the color of your skin that makes me nuts really but yeah of course there are so many layers and europe is not not out of the game at all yeah. and uh, yeah, we have to we have to do this globally yeah. but and be careful of the news it's yeah mm -hmm. it's a balance and it's a daily thing i have to dance this balance all the time mm -hmm. yeah exactly and it's, you know, it's doing no harm. And like you said, um, smile or, or be kind to the pers first person you see. And my brain automatically went, it's you in the mirror. Yeah. If you can be kind to yourself, if you know what real kindness to the self is, then it's way easier to be nicer to other people. If you can smile at yourself in the mirror and truly give yourself like a joyful smile, then you know how to do that and you know what it looks like for other people. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I so agree. Yeah. And that's the first step. When I tell people, I, I even kiss myself in the mirror sometimes. Right. Like, Hello. And it's, oh. I know it's like, Oh, come on. Are you doing this? Like, yeah, try it, try it. If yeah, it triggers exactly. you so much, then maybe oh. you can, you can learn or you can, train yourself to do it and maybe you just think it's a super stupid thing and that's okay too you don't have to do it. but i really yeah it's a little cold you know that's the pit <laughs> like oh no it would be so nice if it's warm but um it's so cute that's yeah like start with yeah. your start be kind to self that's very very beautiful mm -hmm. yeah so <laughs> thank you for all the work you do, Ronya. It's so amazing and magical. <laughs> thank you for your work. And that's, that's what I love. Like you, you're doing the, the NICU work and the trauma work. I can't handle even trauma. You know, it's like, if, of course, if people with big issues come to me, I don't say, no, 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 no. I, we can't talk about that. Right. But, but like 
working in your zone of genius is just the best thing ever to to help more than to do things you think you should do or that would be good to do but you can't go fully in it then you you better don't do it right yeah well thank you it comes from experience you know being traumatized a few times in my life from different things and realizing what I was sitting in and what I didn't have to carry into the future with me and I was lucky to have that consciousness and someone in my life to to make me aware of it the first time you know and then it just sort of became a pattern and that's probably why I became a, a counselor um yeah that's again, so beautiful you know that's yeah. that's why you you are you and you mm -hmm. are at the perfect spot to do your magic in in your in your work thank you so much and we could talk for hours and let's yeah. talk again <laughs> and that uh, this time you could you were lucky too our listeners your listeners to to listen to our conversation i hope you liked it and thank you so much for your time leanne and for your time when you're listening and see you next time bye thank bye. you Romeo. thank you bye -bye. take care bye bye you too. bye if you liked this episode, I look forward to a review from you and it would be so nice to hear from you what you liked best and what is your takeaway and maybe it sparked some idea. You really are surprised to, to have this idea now and you can go and create joy for your life. And please tell me about it. I would love to hear from you. My contact details, you will find them in the show notes. Have a wonderful day.